The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. You know how Finn never gets to tell Ray that one thing he wants to tell her? Or how Han Solo can give Leia a sarcastic quip but never really open up to her? Well, you don't have to be rebel scum or the captain of the Millennium Falcon to experience the kind of rich relationships and life that we all long for. I'm Mark Went, and I'm a men's wisdom coach. After people work with me, they have the confidence, emotional intelligence, and communication skills they need to be the heroes of their own story. To find out more, go to markwentcoaching.com, M-A-R-C-W-E-N-D-T coaching.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a streaming freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the dashing duo, Derek and myself, Mike. And this week we are being joined by the lovely ladies of Pop Insider, uh, Adeline Buckley. And she is also the queen of Bachelorette Commentary or the Bachelorette Insider. See that there's a new, there's the title for your, for your video. It's a brand new brand. (laughs) Bachelorette Insider. And that'd be Allie. I can't remember how to pronounce your last name, so I'm not going to risk it. That is okay. It is Merzeski, but Allie is just fine. <laughs> so we have Madeline and Allie. So how's everyone doing? Oh, we're doing, I'm doing okay. It's been a big yeah. week in yeah. general, yeah. big holidays. You know, it's been a big 2020, so I can't believe we're already in November yeah. and hitting the holiday seasons and it feels like a whirlwind all around. Well, it's funny you say holiday season because that's why we brought you on. <laughs> So, but before we get into that, uh, check out the homepage, WeBeGeeks.net on the right-hand side. One, you're going to find how you can get to the Pop Insider, where you can fuel your fandom. Um, Click on the Pop Insider link, and it'll take you to the Pop Insider page, where you find a weekly recap of WeBeGeeks, Mighty Marvel Geeks, Wookiee Radio, Keepers of the Fringe, New England Society of Geeks, and GeekWatch One, and the newest show, Adventures in Geek. Um, all on the Pop Insider. Uh, also, too, check out our friends over at Biddy Boomers uh, with their great Biddy Boomer Bluetooth speakers. Uh, they just released Elsa and Anna, and they look awesome. And um, 
Also, too, check out our web store. But you mentioned holidays. That's why we have you here is talk about toys for the holidays. What's what's going to be the it thing? What's predictions on what's going to be the top toy? What's going to be the biggest bomb? If my daughter just attacked me with a Nerf gun. <laughs> okay, I got to preface this. We went to Ollie's tonight. Hey, you got your, you got your humongo Nerf gun. The least I get to use is my tiny pistol. <laughs> Dark, the box. Oh. But what she fails to mention is she's got like five or six other guns as well. Nerf guns. <laughs> so all my Nerf guns are cheaper than what you have. <laughs> we Yours w- is like a hundred dollars. We went to Ollie's tonight, <laughs> which could be a dangerous thing. <laughs> and they had the first order Stormtrooper Nerf Rival blaster for forty mm-hmm. bucks. Yep. Wow. And that's normally a hundred dollar blaster. Yeah. I get told I'm not getting it until Christmas, but it is in our possession because it was either (laughs) we either get it tonight or if we try and go back, it won't be there. So absolutely. That's why it's it's my blaster, not yours. (laughs) That's going to be like a big thing you're going to see all holidays. Since we're talking about the holidays, that's going (laughs) to be a big thing that you're going to see all season, though. You know, if you see something that you or your kids or your loved ones, yourself, whoever you're buying for is going to love, you're going to want to pick it up right away, especially this year. Um, things are selling out. They don't know when things are restocking. It's taking such a long time to ship everything with all of the backlogs. So it's going to really be like an early shopping season this year. So what you did tonight was right on trend. <laughs> well, I was joking. I pulled one out. And I'm hugging it. My wife goes, go ahead and get it. Because if we, if not, it's not going to be there the next time we go looking for it. <laughs> so, so yeah, funny. I, I am moving up from the Nerf darts to the Nerf high impact rounds, as they say, or, or the Nerf yeah. balls, however you want, which I, I kind of like them better because they fly more accurate. Yeah, uh, the rival line is really, uh, really, it's. I didn't, I didn't, when we first saw it, like at Toy Fair a couple years back, like I didn't know that it was going to be so much different and it just, the whole in general just feels so different to play with. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, seeing it and of course, um, we got from Hog Wild the action or the atomic power poppers. And that's when I realized, okay, the balls fly so much better. Um, because we, we had something that we were shooting at, and I had my Nerf gun, fired fired a shot, and I literally watched the dart fly true until the last two feet, and then it just hooked to the right. I'm like, <laughs> wait a second. This isn't right. So, oh. um, so I guess let's start off with movie tie-in toys for mm. the holidays, stuff mm. that was coming out, or the stuff that's coming out for movies that are not coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's weird. What? It's weird. What's coming out, or what is out uh, for the holidays? Um. Well, in terms of the pop culture space, we're definitely seeing all the Black Widow and Wonder Woman product has hit already. It's there. It's out. Mm-hmm. It's shoppable and giftable for the season, even though none of us have seen the movies yet. So that's a bigger one in the pop space. And then I know. For kids, all the Minion toys came out earlier this year. And even though that movie also, you know, got moved. I'm trying to think what else in the toy space. 
Um, I know that um, the Godzilla versus Kong stuff yes. I think is out on the show. Oh, Ooh, yeah. It yep, is there in hands as well. We got a couple of those. Yeah, Derek and I got a nice little care package from Playmates. <laughs> yeah, see, I got I had a Kong here. Yeah, we we both got the the Kong and the Zilla with the the battle the battle damage uh, in the six inch, which I love because it's ten bucks. Yeah, it's such mm-hmm. a good price point. There we got. Oh, I got to pull them back. And these are the uh, eleven inch one. The eleven inch, yeah. Which are are really cool as well. Mm-hmm. Which those are twenty bucks. Which amazing price points. And yet I'm staring Absolutely. at my yeah, wall. Really. I'm staring at my wall at my Hasbro Star Wars Black Series that are twenty to twenty four bucks each. I'm like, why can't these be dropped down to? And I I mentioned this on when we had James on Wookie Radio. Why can't these be ten bucks as well? I. I I'm just, I understand part of it's yeah, licensing. like the good old days. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand part of it's license. It's like, okay, then let's shoot it up to 12, 15 bucks. But 20 bucks a piece is starting to get, especially since you can't find the stuff in the stores because of scalpers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. that's for sure. So, um, so when talking with Playmates at Holiday of Play, uh, I kind of use the phrase, so this is almost like the sneak peek. <laughs> and they go, uh, sure, you can say that. We won't because of, you know, we just can't. But essentially, that's what it is. It's a sneak peek for, for the film. Absolutely. I'd say that kind of goes for Wonder Woman, too. Like, for example, I got um, a press box with product from Wonder Woman, and it had, like, a Rubik's Cube in it, which clearly meant nothing to me because I haven't seen the movie, but that must tie in somehow. So you're seeing these little things in the product that would have made sense if it came out in the timeline it was supposed to. And I think people have had to make choices about when to release stuff. Like Figpen was sitting on its Black Widow collection for a while and they finally just dropped it like one or two weeks ago where they're just like, we're just not going to wait anymore. Here you go. You can have it. Um, and it's interesting to see who's deciding to release what when. See, and we're jealous that you guys get press boxes. <laughs> we, 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 get this, we get this stuff from Playmates. It's like, ooh, toys. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> When, and, then, and then we see James's Mandalorian kit. Like, oh, oh man. Yeah. That is the biggest box I've ever seen. Like, oh, that, was, man. That, was, that was impressive. Yeah. One, one day we'll get there. But I, sure. I, I don't know about Derek, but for me, um, you know, part of why I wanted to do the podcast was I love the toys, collectibles, and you know, the stuff I would talk about after going to a, a Star Wars celebration is, hey, here's some toys and collectibles we got from the show. Um, so partnering with you guys, I have definitely learned there's a lot more toy companies out there than I realized. And, and some of them, um, I don't know if y'all have seen the, the YouTube videos that Zoe's been doing. Some of them are some cool things. Because uh, not only did we get, or down here from Playmates, the um, Godzilla versus Kong, but Zoe got a Spy Ninjas kit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what's Spy Ninjas? They go, you have a kid? Yeah. Do they know about it? I don't know. We'll send it anyway. If she doesn't know about it, she'll be hooked afterwards. She's hooked. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's going, can we get them on the show? 
talking about <laughs> our show that we're doing. I'm like, I will see what we can do. <laughs> so, um, what led to the phenom- phenomenon phenomena, <laughs> do, 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 of uh, Spy Ninjas? Oh gosh, I don't I don't even know that I can speak to it so well outside of like knowing that a toy line exists. Um yeah. but I do know it blew up very quickly and like um also it's really fitting into like trends that we're seeing acro- across um like kids kids brands in general, I guess. Like both the spy and the ninja and the combination of the two is very very big this year. Um not to completely derail from the question that you asked me, but the like even with those things, the, they're like coming up in like very popular brands like Ryan's World and stuff like that, which is translating into the toys, making these play patterns and these different themes like this very popular. And then if it's got entertainment tied to it as well, then kids are kids are hooked immediately. So is that going to be one? I used I used to love ninjas when I was a kid. That's funny. <laughs> hey, I still do. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I still do too, but oh right. yes, I've loved them since the beginning. Um, now, are we going to be seeing this as a trend for the holidays of uh, YouTuber, social media influenced themed toys being oh, in yeah. the market? <laughs> oh yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> so there, there's more out there that we don't know about it's both for it's both for um kids that are youtubers that um uh that are becoming like you know very popular and celebrity status almost among kids but also it's there's a lot of toys out there that are helping kids become their own creators like their own social media uh creators and their influencer based and they're there's um, VTech has a kid friendly camera that they can use. A, it comes with a green screen. It's called the Kitty Zoom Creator Cam. It comes with a green screen and a tripod. All the editing tools are built into the camera so kids can make their own videos uh, right there on the camera. And then it's, you know, kid safe so only parents can upload them. It comes with a USB cord, it's not connected directly to the internet, so it's still safe. Um, for younger kids to be using without direct internet access, but it, it's it's impressive. I mean, it's it's a. Yeah. I I remember getting an email, um, but I guess they didn't have any samples for us to check out. Um, somebody had one where it was like a table with the camera mount facing. We cool, yes. yeah. The we cool. It's the um, social studio, and it's yeah. made to for videos where kids are making slime or doing other close ups in their hands. It, it mounts the camera above them and comes with backgrounds so that you can take videos of yourself doing those different activities that are really popular with kids on social media, especially slime, which is what we cool is is really made itself known for. Is it slime? Okay, it's one of its most popular products. That's. That's cool. Yes. So those toys, kids are able to become YouTube creators in addition to the Ryan's Worlds and the Love Dianas and, you know, these other YouTubers who are getting their own toy lines. Trinity and beyond. Yep. <laughs> how, how, we need to figure out, Derek, how to get it. We need to get a Weeby Geeks toy line. <laughs> Working on it. 
<laughs> we can do collectible action figures and blind boxes that kids can reveal. <laughs> we we could do a combination squishmallow stretch Armstrong. I have my child squishmallow with me for this. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe was looking for that, but the the closest she got was the one that came out um when Target did their Galaxy's Edge debut mm-hmm. and it was the the pillow plush that they had okay. at Target which she really likes. I pre-ordered this the day that pre-orders <laughs> started online that is how I got this. Oh. <laughs> and then I had to wait 2 months for it to ship to my local Walgreens and then go pick it up. Speaking of the child we talked, Madeline, we talked about this back when you first came on Wookie Radio at the mm-hmm. beginning of this process. I think it was around Toy Fair. It was. It was for Toy Fair. Um, about how, for the plushes, there needs to be a pram or a pod for the child. There is now, for the Build-A-Bear one. That's where I was heading. I you were <laughs> right there with me. I got you. Sold so, separately, but came out. Online only. Online only. I'm signed up for my email for when it releases. <laughs> yep. So so how cool is that that uh, here's something we talked about, you know, needs to be made, you know, months ago, almost nine months ago, that's now yeah. coming around. Well so, it must have been in the planning at that point, right? Uh with Build a Bear? Probably not. Yeah. I don't think it was in the planning until they actually did um because the, the first sale of it was in April of the child. Mm-hmm. And then, sorry, I was trying to reach something that's bugging my feet. Um, mm-hmm. Then, of course, the second round came May 4th, because that's when mm-hmm. Zoe got hers for Star Wars Day. And I think between those two, they sold so many. Mm-hmm. Now, wh- the next accessory we see is the, ris- the frog wristlet and the, frogs and and the soup cup wristlet. And now... For Mando Mondays, we got for the second Mando Monday, we get the pram. The pram. Mm-hmm. So I I don't think the pr- I think the Mandalorian was always planned, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't think the pram was planned until after people were going crazy of where where's a pod to put this in and people yeah. making pods. <laughs> so um, speaking of the child, uh, I guess we can continue on. Is this expecting to be the big hit of the holidays? There's so much the child merch now. Which one? <laughs> we could have made an yes. entire pop insider gift guide. All the categories, games, home goods, apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, art, all of it. And had it all be the child and had a very robust gift guide. There's <laughs> so all, much. It's all good. I mean, I, a little behind the scenes on that when Marissa and I were like finalizing like all the categories and all the things in it for the gift guide we were like oh I mean this is a good lineup but like (laughs) there's 18 products in this category and and 10 of them are the child like we gotta cut some of this just for like some diversity in here like there's so 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 much. much cool stuff available I think I mean, I think this holiday season, I'll even I think for like a couple of years, it's going to be like a hit gift to give people. Absolutely. Now, we know they've been doing Mando Mondays. Yep. At what point do you think they're going to stop the Mando Monday merch focus for the holidays and, and just show stuff that it's like, okay, if you're really into it, great. Here it is. But. We're no longer offering holiday stuff because, well, 
it's kind of too close and it's not going to come out. Yeah, I, it's going to be hard to tell. They, I mean, the first Mando Monday was overwhelming. As someone who was trying to cover it, it was so overwhelming. There was dozens and dozens and dozens of products. You couldn't even keep up with it. The last one was much more manageable. I really enjoyed the second Mando Monday. It was a much more digestible <laughs> amount of merchandise. But I think we'll probably still continue to see merchandise. Maybe, as you pointed out, closer to the holiday season, it might transition into more pre-order kind of things, you know, things that we might be seeing, like reveals. Instead of things you can pre-order and get for the holidays, it would be, you know, here's a first look at something that's going to be out next year, and you can pre-order it now, but it'll be a collectible for down the line. Which Hasbro already did with that retro line, which looks amazing. It looks so cool. It comes out in May. Yeah. Which... Now, this is where Eric and I, or Eric, Derek and I disagree. <laughs> um, I really, I really love them because it does remind me of when we were kids uh, and the figures that we got. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I love that styling. And I love how, you know, if I still had those figures, which I do have some around, it'd be cool to, to have those go with it. That can expand. Mm-hmm. Um, and Derek, you said you you were just kind of off put by the the designs a little bit. I yeah, I'm not actually as much of a, of a fan of it. Um, I don't get the same feeling of seeing like new characters in that in that old style. Um, so it doesn't appeal to me as much. See, I, I missed out on the the battle for battle with the Death Star that came with the retro Tarkin because mm-hmm. I wanted Tarkin as well. <laughs> um, but I mean, to me, I think it's cool. I, I think it ends up leading to a, a nice little display. Mm-hmm. Um, which for me, I, I enjoy. I mean, for me, I, I'm thinking about, about the display aspect. How can I display? Um, so that, that's where I'm looking at it at. Whereas, you know, my daughter's going, I want the child. I think it's cool that it looks old school, but I'm still going to play with it with all the others as well. And it's going to be, (laughs) it's going to be that multiverse thing. Um, that's actually, I actually, the child is one of the ones I actually do like out of that line. Yeah. Gideon looks amazing in that line too. Gideon, yeah, he's not bad. Gideon's got that look of when Kenner met Hasbro, where he's mm. almost border vintage line, but still has the classic look of the... The only thing I think was missing is no lightsaber out of the arm with the dark saber. Hmm. That would have been killer. Or even like a, a dark saber like the Jedi Luke from Return of the Jedi. Even mm-hmm. that style mm. would have been great as well. Um child merch or Mandalorian merch, what's going to be the hottest thing? Do you want to go, Allie, or do you? Oh, uh, no, you can go first. Um, I'll game. start. I think it's hard to pick a favorite because, like I said before, it's across so many categories, right? So many. Um, I speak as someone who's purchased a lot of it from across <laughs> a lot of the categories. <laughs> I have my Mandalorian clothes and, and pop sockets and plush and everything. I really love the, in terms of the you know, taking a child that you can have. There's so many plush options out there. Uh, One that was on our hot holiday list is Hasbro's animatronic. And that's really great. And then there also is the new Mattel one that is an RC that you, that was a Mando Monday. Oh yeah. You wear the RC and you control it and he shuffles along. And I, I I think that just is really top notch. I think that was exactly what 
the play pattern kids will want to use to interact with the child. And there's obviously a great place for the cuddly plush ones to take to bed, but in terms right. of like as a friend, but the, the play pattern I think is so cool with that Mattel one. And then in terms of mm. mer- other like home goods and stuff, it's very hard to pick. <laughs> but the, the, uh, the real moves plush is uh, what Zoe's asking Santa for for Christmas yeah. this year. That's a good ask. It's a very good ask. <laughs> so, very cool. I think, like, yeah, I think it's got like a great like play pattern for kids and stuff. But also, like, that's I would. Play I mean, we're all at home now. You know, if yeah. I had a child following me while I was just hanging out at home, like, that, I, that's pretty cool for me too. You know? That's a, that's one of the cool things I I read about it is it's got the follow me mode. So it's like, yeah, okay. oh, yeah. If the dog won't. The child will. Yeah, see there. Because that would be my problem. My dog would. My dog would attack the child. <laughs> it could, know, turn, it could turn around my, and do a magic hand. My cats would freak out. Yeah. <laughs> Great gift for people. Terrible gift for your pets. Yeah. My dog has that problem. A lot of like, I test so many toys for my job, and the dog just like does not deal well with it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, our our dog does not like our build a droids that we got from Galaxy's Edge. She'll she tolerates them, but she'll she'll bark at them quite a bit. <laughs> um, what what the child or Mandalorian do you think is going to be the biggest miss that's coming out, or is there such a thing? <sighs> I don't think anything's come out that's a miss in like done poorly or not executed well. I think the only thing that might be a miss is that more of a because there's so much merch, some great stuff might kind of fall under the radar, if that makes sense. That doesn't get the attention it might have gotten if, you know, there just there is just so much of it right now. But all that I've seen is is good. Like it's there's nothing that I'm like, oh, that wasn't. I don't know. I don't think I don't think yeah, I can think of anything. I can't really think of anything that I've seen that I've been like, oh, nobody's going to want that. Right. You know, like and I I think especially with something like the child that people love so much and are so attached to, like it's it's kind of almost hard to make a miss, I think. Yeah. But Madeline has a very good point that like an on an, you know, even on an oversaturated digital shop like shelf if things are going to get overlooked and, and missed and just uh, like um, Polaroid, Polaroid released like Mandal- a Mandalorian camera and Mandalorian film, which is super cool. But I just feel like it's kind of uh, flown under the radar just because there's so much cool stuff and obviously just so much happening in general this year that some of these cool products might end up. Well, well, if it's not one of the, um, you know, licensors that you're looking for as a Star Wars fan, you know, you're going to check Hasbro, you're going to check. There's certain companies that you already mm-hmm. know, but they're, especially with Mando Monday, pulling out these really cool and interesting collabs with different brands. And I think that it's worth checking at least the Mando Monday site if you haven't and scrolled through all of the collabs because you might find something that is really in right. your wheelhouse that you didn't know about. And even with that, it's so hard to – I wish they made it a little easier to – to navigate what has come out. Yes, I, I understand that. Um, As someone writing about it, I, I <laughs> do agree with you on that too. <laughs> so with the Polaroid film, now my daughter's got a, I believe she has a Polaroid camera or, or one in your style. Could I get the the Baby Yoda film for it and have it do the effects or do you have to have the other camera as well? 
I don't think you have to have the Mandalorian camera, but you have to have like the certain size Polaroid camera. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. I think it, I I can't recall off the top of my head if it's those small mini pictures or if it's the full big square pictures. So whichever, as long as it's compatible that way, I can do quick. I was going to say, I can't remember. I thought it was, I could be misremembering it, so I won't even say it. (laughs) I'm not positive which of the two it is, Um, but it's like, you could just buy the film. And if, as long as it's compatible with uh, your camera, you'd be able to do that. Yeah. So it's already pre-printed on the film. Right. So it's basically like the, um, the white edge of the, the Polaroid film all has designs inspired by the show. Okay. I believe oh, okay. it's like, um, I believe it's the same size and camera as the, this is what I was going to say. And now I feel a little bit more confident in saying it is the, as they had a stranger things model. Yes, last it year is that, and it's, it's the bigger ones. It takes the, okay. the regular size, you know, shake it till it's developed it. Polaroid, okay. uh, Polaroid oh, happy pictures. Stranger Things Day, by the way. That's today. <laughs> yeah, the the one she has is the mini. Okay. So unless they make the mini film. I was gonna say I wouldn't put it beyond if it does well this holiday season to expand it into the different size films too, I think. Yep, absolutely. It's eye type. I think film. you're right though. I, I think it might be that might be one that might fall under the radar of most people. Mm-hmm. Unless they do a really good marketing campaign. Right. Yeah. Because probably most people don't even know that Polaroid is still doing anything. Yeah. yeah I mean, regular film is, I mean, you really don't buy rolls of film anymore. Mm. I don't even know if you could get it at Walmart anymore, even though they have a photo, photo lab still. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, so Polaroid, I'm trying to think. Adidas has a new yeah. sneaker line with child shoes. Oh, right. There's so much. Yeah. The Boba Fett shoes, or, mm. yeah, I think it was the Boba Fett shoes looked awesome with the side pouches. Those were cool. They have a lot of Star Wars shoes, actually. Like, it's a pretty extensive collection, even outside the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, and of course, we got a lot of houseware stuff out of it, which mm-hmm. always is a great holiday gift for adults. <laughs> Um, Baby Yoda waffle maker. If, if, yeah. if you haven't seen that, that's in our gift guide. <laughs> I, my mouth I was that open section. to be like Baby Yoda waffle maker. <laughs> I'm afraid to say that because she's in the other room and she'll come over here going, "Yes, yes, yes, we gotta get it." So it's I'm, really good. It's really I'm not cute. gonna stay a Baby Yoda waffle maker. <laughs> and there she is. <laughs> um, Derek, I feel like I'm hogging this. All tonight. Well, I was I was wondering um, more about other toy lines that might be popular this Christmas besides Mandalorian and such. Um, so, what are what are some of the other big toy lines easier this year? Um, do you mean like licensed toy lines or yeah. in general? Because um, both. Both I. The as we were talking about earlier, I think like the what's what's been really interesting for me personally to watch this holiday season is is exactly what licensed toy lines are popular, you know, with all of the movies being pushed back and things coming out at strange times. And I mean, like when Mulan ended up coming out eventually on Disney Plus Premium, like the toys had already been like moved to the clearance shelves because they had been out for so it was just like everything was off the calendar. But I actually what I'm um, 
I've seen a lot of Frozen 2 stuff, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, uh. had a, you know, a popularity wave with the movie, but it's, it's I mean, still, it's, it's big. It's in a lot of... Um, people's toy collections are like and we also have this in an Elsa castle or like and um the one of the one of the big ones this year is uh, Jack Pacific Magic in Motion Elsa doll which sings show yourself which is a song that gets stuck in my head much less than let it go <laughs> let it go <laughs> just let it go i have one of those dolls within reach ish it's right outside my door but her mouth moves that's what's really cool about her when she sings like yeah. like an animatronic basically her mouth and head move so it's like she's really singing oh yeah, wow so it looks like yeah it's like matched with the with the lyrics so it looks like it's she's actually performing the song which is uh which is a very cool touch i think to the doll Take that, Hasbro. And I'm assuming this all comes down to uh, what we talked about uh, the last go-round that we had people on the show, and that's the slicing. Slicing. Yeah. Yes. Slicing. Yeah. Which For was, sure. Which was a, a new term to us last time that, you know, we, we've heard. I know I heard it on uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks with Marissa last night. Uh, we heard it with James again uh, Wednesday night with Wookie Radio. Um, it, it's... When does slicing become a thing and how much is it hurting companies, especially with the holidays? Is it hurting or helping? Um, I think, you know, that's hard to say. I think it's a little bit of both, actually. Um, As far as like how long it's been around, I mean, the first time I really heard about it in like a big capacity was at. Oh, I was going to say San Diego Comic-Con this year, but that sure didn't happen. So I guess it was last year. (laughs) Uh, We were at San Diego Comic-Con and we went to a panel on it, actually, which was like very interesting because it's been happening. I've been I've been working for this company for like just just under a decade now. And we do have before we did the Pop Insider, we did like a trade focused magazine, which was a licensing book. So I've been around the licensing industry for a little while and and it's. It's definitely become more of a thing over the past couple of years, but especially in like these last two or three years, it's just these companies are getting these licenses in just these such a specific way. So like when we're talking about these Elsa dolls, it's like the difference between it being like a fashion doll and a feature doll or a fashion doll and or a big fig or a fashion doll and an action figure like those are all very small differences that I mean are great because <laughs> everybody's getting a little piece of the popular licenses so like everybody's get able to get uh, their name out there with a Frozen uh, logo on it or a Star Wars logo on it but I think at the same time it's it sort of ends up being like the child like you get this oversaturated market of great stuff that just gets buried like some of that good stuff just gets passed over Mm-hmm. I will say one of the first brands, at least internally, that we started talking about noticing it was Fortnite when we started just seeing all these different that was like within our team. And we were like, wait, who's making these Fortnite figures and who's making these? Because we were seeing like four or five different companies all making Fortnite figures. And and we really started looking like, what's the difference here? And it's the matter of are they four inch? Are they three inch? Are they articulated? Are they not articulated? And it's it's become much more common. Yeah, I think I think with with especially with that example, I think it was 
specifically we're looking at the moose and the jazzware figure lines, yes. right? And and the yeah. only difference in between the two were, I mean, at a quick glance would have been the size of them, mm-hmm. like how tall the figures were. And then we were like, I, we just don't, we are, we do not get how this is the same, <laughs> like how these are different licensing deals. <laughs> so that, yeah, that is uh, mm-hmm. where wow. we really started to dig in. And then it gets into like the niche. I won't say specifically, but like we had a company where it was like, these, these can only be called collectibles. They can't be called figures. You're not allowed to call them figures, even though they were figures, but it becomes like this niche. It's like, that's how specific the difference is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what else are we looking at um, as hot toys coming out? Uh, I know we talked about the social media creators. We talked a little bit about, mm-hmm. um, well, we talked quite a bit about um, the Mandalorian. Um, w- what else are, are we looking at? Uh, I would say, I mean, it's a whole category and not super specific, but I'm this year the games and puzzles will yes. be flying off the shelf. So if you see one that looks great, pick it up because it will. It, that's another thing where it just it won't be there again. People are spending so much time at home and and um, have I I guess had like this reignited new love <laughs> for things that keep them busy and a good way to do that was through these games and these and like going back to jigsaw puzzles and everything and um it's just it's become so wildly popular the sales are through the roof in the category it's just been such a huge growth this year but i think that um it's 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 just perfect for the holiday season anyway you know you can uh, give right. a gift of a game and play it right then at your at your small family gatherings, you know. So it's just like a yeah. it's a, it's it's a perfect uh, gift in that setting too. So they're just going to be really really popular this year. I think some great games that I've seen come out has been from Funko Games. Ah yes, um, oh, yeah. um, like Battle yes, World. I- I playtested a very large variety of Funko games for our gift guide and had a blast doing it. <laughs> they have some really cool titles. What were some of your favorite games? I'm trying to think. Uh, the Pop-Tart card game was a surprise at how much we enjoyed it. My family now plays that pretty regularly. Um, I'm trying to find... <laughs> I, I don't know if it was Funko games that put it out. But a few years ago, there was... Um, I think we covered it on the show, Derek. The uh, oh. the General Mills cereal game. Count, oh yeah, with Count Chocula. Funko. Oh, mm. I remember. Which I could I never find that. it. I never found it in stores. This season, there's a Kraft Heinz game set. It's like ketchup <laughs> and mac and cheese and stuff. That's from Big G Creative. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, but also in terms of Funko games, they're Back to the Future game. Yes. It's very fun. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, I was liking it. I, uh, I really liked that one. I had the Battle World. There's a couple really good Back to the Future games. Actually, the um, Dice Through Time one from Ravensburger is also very good. Both of those Back to the Future games okay. were top notch. I played both. I will have to check that one out too because I love Back to the Future. They're they're different. They like one's more dice based, and then the other is a little more, you, you know, you're claiming parts of the board and and right. and things like that. But it was it was very fun both times. Um, 
I have the uh, Funko Games Godzilla takes Tokyo. I saw that at Toy Fair, but have not gotten to play it. How is it? Have you played it? I have not played it yet because it's a strategy game. It's like, okay, I need to sit down and really read this so I can explain (laughs) it to everyone else so we (laughs) can have a decent time. And my daughter's going, well, we can wait on game. Don't you just crash through the board like Godzilla? (laughs) As if we're playing it on the floor and let the dog walk through. Um, I'm literally looking at my pile of games over here. But I also got the Battle World with uh, one. I got the starter set with the additional, with one additional um, expansion set or expansion ball. Mm -hmm. And we are looking forward to that. And looking on the back of it, I'm like, oh, I'm in heaven. And I'm now trying to find, I guess, first see if we have it in ours. And if we do, I need to find the second one. If not, I need to find two. And Derek, in Battle World, they have Funko makes a little miniature Howard the Duck. <laughs> along with, along with Spider, along with Spider Ham and a couple animal other animal themed mm. characters, but they have Howard the Duck. And that's cool. I gotta get my boy. <laughs> I, I, I'm staring at a Howard the Duck Dorbs right now. <laughs> He's right there as we record in front of my bo- shadow box full of Chewbacca's. So, oh, man. Um, we don't talk about it a lot uh, because, well, we're a couple guys and Zoe doesn't mm-hmm. join us that often. Uh, stuff out there for girls that, okay, maybe is girly and stuff themed for girls that's not so girly that um, is being targeted out there. I know that's kind of rough to say both ways, but um, I think, I mean, even to that point, I think what's really interesting is that like a lot of um, I'm trying to think of like a, a good example of it, but a lot of companies are kind of moving away from that. And like um, even for their, I mean, when, when I, when I started working in the toy industry, everybody had a girl's brand and a boy's brand. Right. And like they had a whole department or they had a marketing team that I'm in charge of all the girls brands. And it just seems like in general across the industry, those things are fading a lot, especially. um, That's great to hear in the in the STEM toys and the educational toys like oh my god like four or five years ago every booth i walked into at toy fair they were like this is a stem kit for girls which i mean at the time was important because it was showing that like uh girls were not getting as much exposure to these uh, uh these skills through play and so everything was targeted that way but now it's just like stem for kids these are for all kids and like it's not you know, just uh, the same set that's pink washed, which is great. Um, I, that doesn't answer your question, <laughs> but it is a side tangent I took. Um, but I mean, you know, do you, there's still things that skew toward um, that skew toward girls more like crafts and activity kits are huge um, where you're making your own anything um there's uh we cool toys we talked about them a little bit earlier with the social studio but they have a whole line of things where you can make um different accessories like uh, i i love their scrunchie kid kit because i was born in the 90s and i'm loving that scrunchies are coming back 
Um, so like they have things like that. Um, there's a lot of great, uh, doll lines out there, I think this year too, which are becoming much more inclusive and, um, are really focusing on, um, all girls being able to see themselves represented in their toys that they're playing with. And when they walk down a toy aisle, they can, they see themselves on the shelves. And, and so it's, you're getting a lot more options than just a, a blonde Barbie. Um, so I think that that's like a big trend. Um, the healthy roots dolls are awesome. That company's great as well as, um, the fresh, the fresh dolls. dolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another great doll line that's doing the same thing. And it's all about, you know, diversity and inclusivity and all the dolls are unique and you can find one that matches you and your style. And it's just really, um, it's a very nice trend to see being put out there, um, in such a big way. Uh, and of course it, can always be more and and better for with much like anything but i think that that's a that's a really big trend we're seeing in a category that's usually marketed towards girls in the doll aisle mm-hmm. okay I'll tell you that's what good to hear it is yeah well, let's take a very quick break um so i could get this sponsor ad in have you ever wanted to deeply connect with someone the way Vision does with Scarlet Witch? Or be the stand-up guy like Cyclops is for Jean Grey? Well, you don't have to be fused to an Infinity Stone or be the leader of a superhero team to have the kind of relationships in life we all long for. Mark Went is a men's wisdom coach. And after people work with him, they have the confidence, emotional intelligence, and communication skills they need to be the heroes of their own story. To find out more, go to markwentcoaching.com. That's M-A-R-C-W-E-N-D-T coaching.com. And we're back uh, with Allie and Madeline to talk holiday toys. Um, So we we talked a little bit about the girl stuff, uh, how the the gender is slowly going away. Obviously, there's going to be still some with with the dolls and, and the baby dolls and all that. But overall, the, the marketing towards, oh, this has to be girls, this has to be boys, is, is going by the, the wayside. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll tell you, I do find it interesting with, like, with the Nerf. Some of the stuff that is maybe not the hot pink like they used to, but some of the things that are aimed for the girls, like the... the um, the rebel um, mm-hmm. arrow, uh, bow and arrow dart set. My daughter absolutely loves. She goes, I really care less about the Mulan one, but I like the other one because it's, it's got purple in it. And I like that one. Yeah. And, okay, cool. Um, she's also slowly getting into the rival. And we saw the Overwatch uh, Diva Pistol, Rival Diva Pistol. Nice. Mm-hmm. And, and I love how on Nerf.com, they have a male model uh, highlighted using it. Like, cool. So it's not just a girl thing. Um, yeah. So, um, and, I, and I love how Nerf is slowly adding more more girls or uh, young adult, young women in their marketing for the different weapons because they realize it's not just a 
It's not. It's not. I mean, with all the stuff we have here, she got her best friend into Nerf. Um, my wife, her best friend's mom have Nerf guns. Um, <laughs> of course, I have my own, and I'm outnumbered. So I, I, that's why I had to up my game. Um <laughs> Because I, I had to get more accurate shots so I could distract and run away. <laughs> um, what are what are some other surprises that have been traditional holiday toys that have been geared for boys, for girls, that is becoming more uh, gender neutral? Um, we're definitely seeing dolls, in addition to a more diverse collection, uh, being marketed for all kids as well like we there was a doll it's escaping me you might remember Allie which doll last season that you could put it in mommy or daddy mode so it was very like inclusive in that way where it could it would speak and I can't remember which doll it was I think it was a Hasbro doll where you could choose if you wanted the doll to refer to the child as as mommy or daddy so things like that as well where it's becoming you know marketed not exclusively for girls to be playing with okay Mm -hmm. Um, I also think I was going to just say, like, I think like um, uh, like building and construction sets, I think, is a really good example of very good. Like um, and I think what I think that at first when construction companies were starting to, you know, uh, be like, oh, girls like to build, too. (laughs) It was the solution of um, just sort of like. like taking the same stuff and just making it a different color palette, which, you know, didn't really work. But I think, I think that a really good example of this is the Lego friends line and they come out with new sets that are just really cool every year. But I mean, they, the line is, was designed and marketed to reach a girl's audience, right? It's a, it, it's the whole concept of it is based on, you know, storytelling and the story of right. these uh, girls becoming friends and things like that. But it's just doesn't it, it's not exclusive like you know what I mean like it doesn't like any kid can play with that set it just features uh, female characters do you know what I mean like it just I think that Lego in particular as a company in my opinion does a very good job at be at it just none of their stuff seems like it it feels like a like a girl would look at it and be like I can't play with this it's for boys um, and I think a lot of that is a lot of their packaging doesn't really feature kids as the center as it more features the, the sets themselves yeah. which i think is an interesting i will i will say when my daughter got into lego went from duplos to legos if she hadn't already been a star wars fan she would have hesitated at the star wars stuff mm. Uh, I know we gravitated towards a lot of friend sets because Mm -hmm. that's where it piqued her interest because she felt that was geared towards her. Um, I know the Lego Dots seems to be geared more towards the girls, Um, but I do love in the marketing with these bracelets that, you know, some of these aren't just a girl set there i mean there's a couple that scream okay yes this is for girls but there, yeah. but there there's some that go you know this is a very cool guys or boys one as well um yeah with that line too with that also like um they have the bracelet sets and stuff but they also have like the little like home decor and desk decorations and things like that that you can She's got the picture frame really ones yeah that line yeah the picture frames and stuff like that they yeah. kind of like crossed that line i think that uh, d- 
for me to sit here and be like, toy companies aren't marketing towards boys and girls specifically is, is adds a lie. Like that's not true. Um, I think that it's just um, like there's more of an effort, I think, to to make it. I guess more like inviting, like all of the products are more inviting to any kid walking down well, any toy aisle. I'm going to say as a parent, like especially with Lego, don't boy or girl, don't be afraid to let them gravitate towards a set that appeals to them. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter loves the Lego city space line because that's one of her aspirations is to possibly it's be involved uh, with mission control or something uh, in in um, space related uh, to help with prep for rockets or, or whatever. Um, she also likes every now and then picking up either the police set or one of the others. Now, she does gravitate towards, oh, this set has a female minifig in it because she wants more female minifigs. Uh, when we went on eBay to buy additional space figures uh, and part, or went to Lego.com and did the buying more parts, we bought the astronaut suits, but we bought more female heads so she could have mm-hmm. more female astronauts because that's what she did. Um, until she turned her space agency into BASA, the, the Bob mm-hmm. Aeronautical Space Ag- Agency. And she goes, I'm like, okay, so your characters, there's Bob, Bob Rooney, Bobalina, <laughs> Bobarella. She lists off like four or five or six different Bob names and Stan. I was like, Stan, yeah, it's required that there has to be at least one person not named Bob. <laughs> okay. I think, yeah, I think that that, spe- that also speaks to like sort of the representation thing that we were talking about. You know what I mean? Just, I, I mean, uh, you want to even if it's a, something as simple as a Lego minifigure, like you want to see yourself represented in your toys and your play patterns. So the more that companies sort of um, embrace that, I guess, like put those lady minifigures in any of your sets, you know, and, and and then now all of a sudden you're seeing more girls gravitate towards these sets that you thought were for boys, but it's, you know, you get to see yourself in those adventures. Yep. Uh, What other categories have we missed? Mm. Or other groups have we missed? Hard part is there hasn't been the many films released. There hasn't been really any films no. released to go. Okay, In licensing, what? I would say you got some anniversary merch because uh, Back to the Future yep. this year. So there's a lot of Back to the Future All games, right. Playmobil Back to the Future, some general, you know, for All the right. collectors, Back to the Future, Home Goods merch, etc. Didn't, and then, didn't NECA they, have some great Back to the Future mm-hmm. merch? They did, they did. yeah. They oh. did. And then other ones, Super Mario Brothers. So you've got the Lego sets. Oh, Mario. the starter set is so, so good. cool. The Lego uh, line is very cool. Yes, yeah, so you're seeing a lot of stuff yeah. for both of those licenses this year. We'll say, since we're talking Lego, still talking Lego, Zoe's been all over the Harry Potter stuff and what they keep coming mm-hmm. out with. And I'm like, wow, J.K. Rowling's letting these roll. Okay, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's that massive Diagon Alley set that just yeah. came out. That's in our pop 20. Yeah, it's huge. And hopefully either right above or right below is that Cantina set, too, that just came out. Oh, yeah. right. 
what is it like 20 minifigures that come in that? Like, yeah, 20 cow. or 22 oh minifigures. Yeah. 20, 21, 22. Wow. Did you see the Ghostbusters Ecto that just came out this week? The Lego one? Yes. No, yeah. I missed it. I, I was... it's, it's for Afterlife. It, that talk about mismatched releases again. Um, yeah. It's going to be on sale next week. Next next week? Yeah, next week. Uh, but they released the images in the product page this week. It doesn't come with any minifigs, but it's a 18-inch uh, long Ecto-1. It's really detailed. Very cool. Okay. See, I missed out on the Lego Ideas one, mm. which mm-hmm. based on the original two films. And then uh, I debated getting the... If I had gotten that one, I debated getting the one from the Melissa McCarthy movie just to just to have because it's Ecto one. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's very cool. It's very detailed. Uh, it has the, a steering wheel that actually steers the wheels and everything. It's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. What about the Lego Sesame Street kit? Also very cool, oh, I yeah. think. Yeah, it's very detailed. That's something we've also talked a lot about in our team is the use of crowdsourcing during this year and during the pandemic and at home. And that's an example of crowdsourced ideas. So Lego just launched this whole platform to have Lego fans come up with ideas for their sets. And and this is, I believe was a byproduct of that. Uh, With Um, the Lego ideas. The the Sesame street was. Yeah. The Lego ideas has been around for a while. Uh, It was under the, the Cuso line. Because I have the DeLorean. Yeah. I have the Back to the Future DeLorean time machine from that. Oh, which is oh, I remember awesome. that. Which is awesome because you could either make Back to the Future or Back to the Future 2 or Back to the Future 3. And if you do 3, you have to change the wheels to the spoke wheels. Oh. Or, and, and it gives you that option. And the wheels will fold under like in 2. Hmm. And, you, and you add the, the Mr. Coffee on the, on the back. I was thinking of Lego World Builder is what I'm thinking of. That's the platform okay. they just launched. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Where you can, yeah, that was launched. Let me see what day that launched. That was in August. They they launched that. And basically people can pitch different new Lego worlds and contribute to them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the Sesame Street is part of the um, ideas. But specifically these ideas, yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, the crowdsourcing is just wild Uh, another thing that we're seeing this year like not only in like uh, i mean mostly not in fundraising you know it's in actual like um like hive mind sort of thinking people creating products together um i was gonna give the example of the puzzle but i completely blanked on the company that's cloud fairies i believe yeah, they they made it. They crowdsourced a puzzle where you each person designs a piece of the puzzle without seeing what anybody else designed, and so they're gonna like reveal the big design of it. Um, actually, I think they actually did. It's very cool. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say. I think it was like cool. I actually think they did, but it was it. It's like just a very like interesting concept across the board to have. You know, for everybody. <laughs> Is just looking for a way to come together this year, and it's, it's just it's why okay. not design our own toys. It's okay, Marissa has it on pre order. Yeah, uh, she's already built puzzles. it. So <laughs> she's already done the puzzle. <laughs> Probably already done the puzzle and shipped it off to a friend to try it next. So. <laughs> yeah, she was telling I mean, us 26 been- puzzles. That's so many puzzles. Next puzzles. So many. Marissa and I actually, uh, we used to be roommates at one point in time in our lives, and uh, we. Uh, sat down one time to do 
uh, it was a Barbie puzzle and the whole thing was hot pink. Like we sat down, we're like, this is going to take us our whole Sunday. We're so excited <laughs> to do it, but we're both avid puzzlers and it took us like maybe two hours and we were like, oh, okay, now what? <laughs> mm-hmm. So what that, that reminds me, I, I love those, the speaking, going back to Lego again, those Lego art pieces that they have. Oh, yes. Yes. Those are awesome. It's so funny because I remember when I was very young, this is going to be a weird tangent, sorry. But when I was very young, (laughs) it's what we do best on the show. (laughs) Lego had this thing, and I don't know if they still do it. I don't know what, but you could send a picture and they would turn it into a Lego thing because we did this for my dad. We still have it where it's me. It's, It's my like five or six year old face made out of Legos. And we sent away an official Lego product, and they like would send you the kit to build your picture out of Legos. And when Lego art dropped, I was like, "This is this is very similar to that." And it, it was a <laughs> moment where that came back to me. And I don't know how long that was a product or a service, but it was it was a thing that existed. We still have it. <laughs> it must have. Hmm. It must have been during that time period where I just didn't pay attention. I know, shame on me. Pay attention to mm. toys or collectibles or some of the. Because <laughs> if there was, I would have a lot more Lego kits, a lot more other things that mm. I'd be going, well, where am I putting all this? But early 2000s based on my age. And I, it's, they, but like it was just like Lego art where you had to correspond like with where each piece went. And when you stood back and squinted, it turned into a picture. <laughs> I, early 2000, I was still fairly new with, with Disney and still kind of focused on Disney collectibles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Early 2000s. <laughs> I was in my 20s and I was into other things. <laughs> <laughs> I was a child. (laughs) (laughs) We feel old. Um, I was going to say, what was the other? I want to like work. It is is also the. I I think that concept would be really cool to to bring back Mm -hmm. of, hey, here's a family picture. They could, yeah. And it comes back and it comes as Legos. Yeah, yeah, that's I so I need, fun. I, knowing, knowing my mom, she probably still has the paperwork, so I could probably go like look and see exactly <laughs> what it's called. But, yeah, oh, it kind of well, it, the the activity reminds me also of the gem painting. I don't know if you yeah. know what I'm talking about, but it's a very similar, like very easy activity, which I think is what a lot of people are looking for. It's something time consuming but mindless to to work on. Mm, Cross stitching without the threads. Yeah, it's harder to mess up. You just yeah. yeah. Um, what are y'all's personal favorite toys that are coming out for the holidays? Um, uh, my like my big favorite toy this year is I I love the Blues Clues stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I can't get enough of it. Anything that is Blues Clues, I cannot get enough of. I think it's just because I loved it so much when I was a kid. Like to see it like back, it just warms my nostalgic heart. But there's a there's a really great um, dancing plush. Uh, the Blues Clues and you dance along plush from Just Play is awesome and fun and. Um, they have a couple of different like feature plush in their line. Leapfrog has like really great learning toys for it. And I just, I'm having a blast playing with all of them. They're just so, they're so fun and they're so cute. And I remember we walked into their booth at Toy Fair 
we turned the corner and he was like, and we have Blue's Clues. And I like screamed and there's a picture of me in a thinking chair with Blue, like looking that I'm 30. I'm, I look the happiest I've ever looked in my entire life. Like I just, I think that's, that stuff's just, it's just my favorite this year. It speaks to me. <laughs> I would agree. Also, I was also a very, very intense Blue's Clues fan as a kid. Went to Blue's Clues Live, the whole nine yards. Um, but I think my favorite might be uh, the uh, Squeaky, the balloon dog from Moose Toys. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. He's so kid. funny. My family has decided that we cannot ever get rid of it because <laughs> my parents like it just as much. Like when it came to our house, my parents were like, can we open this now? Can we play with this now? And uh, it's it's just so funny. I, I think it's. So such a creative toy, you know, and interactive, like there's a lot of interactive pet toys, but this just really adds a whole different level to it because it's a, also a balloon I, animal. It's almost like something that came out of uh, Toy Story. Yeah. In many That's ways. What it feels yeah. Like. It's exactly mm-hmm. what it feels like. It really feels like that. We spent, my parents and I spent a whole evening coordinating a video of my dog sitting with the squeaky dog, like like getting them to sit at the same time. It's fun. <laughs> it's a fun toy. I really like squeaky. <laughs> Derek, you got anything else? Um, I mean, you, you no. Hence to ask your so, wife for no. Christmas. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I've already asked for. I've already expressed my. I want. Um, I still gotta get uh, the the Lego helmet. Star Wars helmets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's on my Christmas list. Good choice. The, those are are nice looking. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're cool. For Lego, the 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 kit that I'm wanting from Lego is the uh, Rise of Resistance transport nice. from the parts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Only because hey, I I have a connection to it since. <laughs> I've only ridden it once because I'm blacked out. They have our main <laughs> gates blacked out. Uh-uh. <laughs> so I had to use a comp ticket. Um, anything else that we're missing that y'all want to, to highlight or, or cover? I mean, I know we do our job so well. I know. But, but really we do. do. We do, but we do miss stuff. Uh, no, I, I mean, uh, we're... I'll I'll plug our gift guides <laughs> on yes. both our sites. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, the Toy Insider, we have a full gift guide for um, if you're buying for kids. And on the Pop Insider, we've got a holiday gift guide. Full of, you got yours. I got mine. <laughs> my my Toy Insider, my, my, um, was it the Toy Insider one? It's in the other room because it's still with the stuff from Holiday of Play Swag. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, both are packed full of stuff. So there's plenty of stuff in there for everybody. Um, you can find them both on our websites, big and on the homepage. So <laughs> easy to get to. But, uh, yeah, check those out. I, I have to laugh. You guys are going to like the story. When the, the swag box came in, um, and we go opening it, and Zoe starts to open uh, the five surprises. She, got, she gets halfway through going, Wait, do we have to do a review on these? I'm like, no, <laughs> this is not that box. This is a thank you for showing up at the at the show <laughs> reward. She goes, okay, because I didn't want to put trying to figure out how to put all this back so I can make it look like I'm unboxing <laughs> it for the first time. <laughs> True but, struggle. Yeah, uh, she That's has. So yeah, it's been fun. Um, 
you know, between Sweet Sweet and, and Holiday of Play, um, you know, she has, check out our YouTube channel, uh, We Be Geeks, uh, youtube.com forward slash We Be Geeks PC. Um, she has, she has done reviews on, uh, Pizza Party Throwdown. Love that game. She loves it. Um, the Atomic po- Power Popper, where at the mm-hmm. end of the video, she accidentally shot my wife, her mom. And she said, mm-hmm. oops, I didn't mean to. Are you okay, mama? Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to. Bye for now. Because <laughs> that, that's, her, that's her little catchphrase at the end of the video. So she'll go, I'm Zoe. Bye for now. And like, it's perfect. It's her. But it's the whole, I didn't mean to. Bye for now. <laughs> it's like, quickly get out of it. Um, laser pegs. That, nice. And then she discovered laser pegs are brick system compatible. I don't want to say Lego compatible yeah. because they are Lego compatible. But um, she discovered, I can now mix yeah. these with those two and get some really cool looks. Uh, Shore Buddies. Um, which is amazing, especially with the way she cares about uh, the oceans and whatnot. Because you know, living here in Florida, you know, she she loves the beach, and um, seeing how they were made, uh, crazy errands, which oh, we got yeah. their holiday putties, which was some amazing stuff. I want the ectoplasm though from Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> because just because of Ghostbusters. That's very cool. Um. What else does she get? Uh, Snapships. Oh. Talking about an amazing toy. Um, That's a hot toy we didn't mention, but yeah, very popular. Yeah. And the, that line is so great because the, the, they're all compatible. They're all affordable kits. And it's yeah. just you can really just build whatever you want with that, mm-hmm. like, simple brick, I guess, block structure, brick, block. I don't know Cube. what you call it. But I would say cubes. Cubes. Yeah, yeah. The, the it's like a very simple cube building system, and and you can really like you the instructions you can build them like the ships. But if you have a couple of those kits, you can like really build big, which is awesome. We we have two of the bad guys. Uh, we have a locust and a scarab, and we have the trident, which is the target exclusive, and the saber. I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, I could own, be curious. Build a lot. I tried it alone. It's like got the instruction. I'm like, wow. <laughs> and they're and they're three in one kits too. Each ship you build yeah. three different ships out of it. Um, I'm just trying to remember what else came. In. Oh, Tiny Head of Kingdoms. Oh yeah, such so, a cool I little thing. Um, and the pre and the press box that she got for for Honey Thunder was amazing. And, and I mentioned that you know. She saw the site. She really loved the sloth. Well, they sent her sloth as well. So she got Honey Thunder mm-hmm. and the sloth, and she loves them. Absolutely loves them. Um, but yeah, check out the YouTube page. You'll, you'll see a, a lot of her reviews, and there's a couple of them we've done together. And uh, she she's got to do her Spy Ninjas, which again fits in that social media. Um, yeah. And uh, I still got to do my Kong versus or mm-hmm. Godzilla versus Kong. And uh, we, I'll go ahead and say it here too, promote it here, since I'm part of Adventures in Geek. We are doing a toy drive for Adventures in Geek. Mm-hmm. We're calling it the Toy Drive Adventure. And we're hoping to to collect toys to take to either 
Um, some of them we're going to take to her school for kids there who who probably won't because um, we're in a school that is a has a very um, low income population. Um, but we also want to donate a bunch to either Toys for Tots or whatever news group, a news agency here in town is doing the toy drive and, and do it as this is a donation from Adventures and Geek and whoever else collaborates with us on that and, and make a nice little card uh, to, to hold or for social media and then have that go with the toys. Um, That's it awesome. So that's what I get for having a little, uh, I won't say little girl, a, a pre-tween, uh, <laughs> a, pre, a pre-teen who, who has such a giving heart. So that's amazing. So we're excited for that. that. Um, I know I've asked this before. I'll ask it again. Anything we missed? We covered games. We covered. F- yeah, I think we hit all the big stuff. Mm hmm. Derek, I know you're looking. You're looking above your head for questions or answers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Well, then, on that note, I'm going to ask this last question to Allie and Madeline. Where can people find you guys online? <laughs> you can you can find us at uh, thepopinsider.com or at thepopinsider on all social media sites. Or on thetoyinsider.com or at thetoyinsider on all social media sites. Excellent. And on that note, we're going to leave you asking. Want to know more? So, um... The bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. You know how Peter Parker doesn't always know how to tell Mary Jane how he really feels? Or how Tony Stark seems to have everything but not the deep emotional connection his complex soul craves? Well, you don't have to be a superhero or a wealthy industrialist to experience the kind of rich relationships and life we all long for. I'm Mark Wen, and I'm a men's wisdom coach. After people work with me, they have the confidence, emotional intelligence. Hey, weird podcast people. Join us every week on the Flopcast for a half hour or so of silly conversation about comics, music, Saturday morning cartoons, old movies and TV shows, and chickens. It'll be our little secret. Find us at flopcast.net and on the ESO network. This has been a broadcast of the ESO network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO network. Your station for all things geek. We be geeks, your voice of the geek revolution.